0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Beer Dad and Brew podcast. As always, I am your host, the Beer Dad himself, Justin Allen, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Mr. Tons and Kettles, Brandon Gray. Brando, how the hell are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic.
0: All right. Thank you. Brandon, we are, again, on location. Seems like we've been kind of moving around quite a bit here lately. That's right. Uh, We didn't have to go too far from Beaumont, but we are in, uh, I would say, almost literally on the San Diego County line, but still quite into Riverside County. Brandon, where are we?
1: We are in a
0: brewery. I like it. A, a brewery. I actually put on our Instagram story, <laughs> I, I, I put the Jeopardy question, where will we be today? And I literally gave the biggest hint ever. There Nobody was, got it. There was a, 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 a. And Alex Trebek pointing at the garage and the door opening and closing. Garage door. And everybody's answers, uh, not one of them said garage.
1: So we Boy. are, to be more specific, we are at Garage Brewing in Temecula, California.
2: And we are joined with. Yeah.
0: So we're here joined right now by Chris Balfour, General Manager of Garage Brewing. Chris, how are you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Oh, Fantastic. We're doing
0: great. Thanks for having us. And we're also here with the brewer, uh, Zeth with a Z, Z Zebra. <laughs> yep. right? That's correct. Devor, thank you for uh, joining us, Seth. How are Welcome. you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Yeah. Awesome. So cool. uh, we're very yeah. happy to be here. This is uh, one one of the Beer Dad's personal favorite breweries. As uh, uh, Once I discovered this place and um, I think I had my very first marshmallow milk stout, I was like, wow. Look at this is crazy and uh <laughs> the next thing you know a mango hef came by and i'm like oh man this is some good stuff and then started actually coming here with the family and, and eating and, and you know enjoying ourselves as a awesome location right off the freeway like literally get off it's right there so you couldn't ask for a better location right um but yeah we're here and happy to be here and we're going to be sampling some awesome beers i'm looking at this lineup thinking oh wow this yeah. looks awesome
1: so, A little bit of everything.
0: Yeah, uh, Brandon, tell, tell them what we're going to be looking forward to here as our as we sample through uh, Garage
1: Brewing. What am I looking forward to, uh, or all of us? All I, of it. Yeah. I, what, I th-
0: what are the listeners looking forward to hearing about?
1: <laughs> I think uh, probably interested in hearing about the the new uh, Mexican lager, uh, probably the uh, the mango Hef, which is an uh, OG legend around here, and mm-hmm. then uh, you got. Uh, something special we're not going to tell you what it is until the end
0: oh there's a surprise at the end we're excited about that so (laughs) i like surprises yeah
1: and then uh, a couple others so tune in to find out
0: it's going to be great all right, well, we're going to turn this over to you, uh, uh, Chris, and we won't say uh, Christopher or Christopher James because you're not in trouble. Yeah, I appreciate that. in trouble today.
2: <laughs> My wife is on her way, though. So, oh, oh, oh. Uh, we well, might hear Christopher James. but We'll see. So
0: Never too soon. Um, go ahead, uh, introduce yourself, and uh, what do you do here at Garage Brewing?
2: Uh, so, yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm the GM here. Uh, so running a day-to-day kind of operations, my, my job really is to make sure everybody has a good time uh, that they enjoy the beer. They know what beer to select based on what they drink. Uh, all of my servers here, they're, they're pros. And if you come in and you, you say, oh, I usually drink blank, we have something here that's in that same ballpark. Uh, that's one of the blessings of working for Garage Brewing is our, our tap list hovers around 30 beers on tap at right. all times. Wow. Uh, so we have different selections that kind of qualify for whatever it is you're looking for. So we, we call them converts or switch beers. Uh, so if, if somebody comes in and they they fire something at you, there's a chance that you can either find them a new favorite, or help broaden their you know broaden their horizons a little bit with with the beer. So my job is to make sure that we're set up to do that. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot of good help doing that.
1: Thanks.
0: Awesome. And uh, Seth. Yeah, sir. What do you do here? I already seen you making a mess back here. But what I, do you I,
1: do?
3: I clean things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes I brew. Mostly I clean. Mostly clean. So, that is. That's one of the things about brewing, and Brandon can attest to this, <laughs> yeah. is, uh, yeah, that's the drag. It's, it's almost like uh, when, no. I, when I, I don't cook. Like My wife's like, you're a good cook. I'm like, yeah, but then i got to clean up, and that's what I don't like. And it's the same thing with brewing. It's so the, much fun to brew, but the cleanup is not fun. It's
1: different, though. For me, I love cleaning because then I know, like, all right, my beer's not going you know, to catch for, any weird bugs yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So you have that peace of mind. You know? That's what yeah. I really like about cleaning.
3: Yeah, at home, I, I do all the dishes. Because I'm go. already cleaning here. I'm used to it. Yeah. I kind of turn my brain off and just do it.
1: Do you clean yeah. them with star sands and PBW? Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have brought
0: some ISO home. So. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it does help. Especially with COVID stuff. You know, it, uh... Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Chris,
2: when did uh, Garage Brewing first open? So, it started back in 2013. Wow. Uh, Lou Cashmere got things up and running and... Uh, he he launched with a few of the hitters that are still around. You know, our Mango Hef has always been a core beer. I think that's probably the one you're most likely to stumble into around town on tap. Right. You know, yeah. in any of the restaurants, uh, and then our Marshmallow Milk Stout as well. Um, and those, yeah, those continue to be huge for us. Not only here at the Tap Room, but around town. You know, heavy hitters yeah. uh, for sure.
0: Uh, one thing that I was really excited to see is uh, I just posted it the other night. I was. Uh, voluntold to go to Disneyland when I got home from the work trip, <laughs> uh, but I was at uh, Hank Pym's uh, Pims test lab yeah. there at uh, yeah. Avengers Campus, and lo and behold, what did I see? Garage Brewing, yeah. Marshmallow Milk Stout. How cool is that? That's huge. That's uh, really I mean, cool.
2: obviously, that that's a, a new aspect of Disneyland as well, you know, Mar- the Avengers Campus and all that cool stuff, but yeah, we, we send them a ton of beer. They fly through it, and they have turned it into a beer float up there. and they, Oh, yeah. And nice. we, we actually do that here as well. It's kind of on a secret menu, but we have it set up to, to serve that here as well. If you're looking for, you know, you don't want to get your, what do they call it now, magic key. Right. <laughs> whatever, the, whatever the tickets are, we're, we're much more affordable to come and get yeah. it here than... Uh, Don't car- worry, car- the beer wife there.
0: is all over that. We have magic keys, passes, whatever you call them. <laughs> uh, like, I, I saw that when they came out, and I was like, really? You're going to waste money on this? And I got yelled at for that. So. Yeah, She's like, you like your beer, I like Disney.
2: <laughs> Everybody's got to have their thing, you know? Yeah, right.
0: this is true. So, um, well, let's uh, dive into a beer. You mentioned one. I think that we're going to start off first here. So this is going to be the Mango Hef, a very popular beer. I know yeah. a lot of people that um, will tell you, like, when you say, hey, have you ever heard of Garage Brewing? They'll oh, yeah, the Mango Hef, because yep. like you said, you can find it just about uh, anywhere. I mean, and, and in a lot of different markets, too, not just this uh, Riverside County market, you'll find uh, Mango Hefs. Uh, I mean, I've seen it in San Diego. I've seen it in Los Angeles. Uh, all over the place and people tend to like it because it's very uh, it's a very refreshing uh, easy drinking goes down uh, nice and easy uh, i believe what the abv on it's only 5.5 5, so yeah you know, don't, don't feel too guilty if you have four or five of them
2: <laughs> yeah it's kind of a summer summer <laughs> session type you know style abv wise and for for us we have a few on the menu that are like this but they're kind of like gateway beers where right somebody who would tell you adamantly that they are not a beer drinker you put this in front of them it's one that they're likely to at least tolerate you you know Um, and it it might be something that gets them kind of dipping their toe in realizing that not all beer is a double ipa absolutely uh, or a stout Uh, because i think a lot of people that haven't really explored beer have this perception that it's all very aggressive and it's all of the the worst parts of beer in their mind but something like the mango half it's super light it doesn't hang on your tongue in a weird way uh, and yeah you can you can find yourself putting down a couple pretty easy
0: I like it. And I see here that it won gold at the L.A. International Beer uh, Competition. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. It, I mean, it, Garage Brewing is, has won a lot of awards. I mean, they're, it's all over the place. And, and for multiple different styles, you know, it, it's not like we have this one to hang our hat on, and then that's it. Right. So it, it's it's kind of spackled across our beer list, for sure.
0: Definitely a good beer. What do you think of uh, Mango half Seth? I think, like uh, Chris was saying, it's a good
3: entry beer. Mm-hmm. if If you're not... Fond of hops and you don 't like heavy malt it 's very smooth easy going that 's why I think it took off so well for us is uh, it, it hits everybody 's taste palate very easily too and being that low it, it pairs well with all kinds of different foods um, and it just translates well for people who don 't like beer so much so I, I think it 's a good staple it 's a good solid base for us to work off of and, and, and keep us going so
0: i mean it does it does a great job like I said just the the easy drinkingness of it it's Uh, and not too overly mango. Sometimes you get that almost like fake fruit juice flavor uh, in some of these beers that try to do that. Um, But this particular one is, it's very well balanced because I still get the Hef and and that's something, you know, heffenweisen is not a a beer for everybody. There's some people that don't particularly care for it or maybe those that are, what do you call it? Gluten uh, intolerant. Right. Uh, But let me tell you something in Germany, they drink a lot of (laughs) Heffenweisen. I mean, that's where it came from. Um, but this is a really good, very well balanced, and very light drinking. So you know, like you said, that almost like that gateway drug, right? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna bring you into garage, and we're gonna slowly indoctrinate you into all these beers. We're gonna start with that sounds, it delicious. That and sounds you go, scary. Go, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna earn your trust. Bring yeah. you into the garage. <laughs>
2: just, just, just drink this. It'll be okay. I've, seen, drink, that. Yeah. I've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. I know, right?
0: You guys don't have like one of those white stalker vans around here, do you? Yeah. yeah.
3: Hey, like, just okay. because our delivery vans are white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it
1: doesn't have your logo, and that's gonna weird hey, I'm just hey, gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm just and there's duct tape in a little, little, <laughs> a little strange <laughs> and the weird ice
4: cream music awesome
0: <laughs> so uh chris how many uh how many employees work here um at the because I, I mean uh, this is a different setup than a lot of the brewers we go to because you guys actually have a restaurant on premises so yeah uh, what do, how many employees are employed here at garage brewing
2: so here just at the the brew pub as we call it, uh, we we only have about five or six right now. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a pretty small uh, impact here. But then at the brewing facility, we have another twenty-ish. Um, so yeah, we we keep it right around twenty-five, thirty total. Yeah. As a brand right now, uh, but yeah, to operate here, uh, it, it doesn't take a whole lot to keep people happy here. You know, it keep keep the beers flowing, and uh, you know our kitchen imprint isn't gigantic, so it doesn't take a whole brigade to right. to run it. So. Yeah, it's it's pretty light here. the The cool part that I really like about that is, you know, a, a lot of my favorite bars in the past, you, you go in and you, you hope to see the same people or you find that favorite bartender. Yeah, we're open four days a week, and everybody works all four days. So if you if you find one, they're here. If we're open, they're here. That's cool. Uh, and it, it's kind of it's kind of nice that way too. You know, for, for me also, if if we're open, I'm here. Uh, I, I like to meet everybody, learn their names, learn their past, and kind of yeah. what brought them in. Uh, so it's it's nice to be able to count on some familiar faces when you go, not to get all cheersy on you. Uh, but it's it's nice to be able to see the same people, so you can kind of build a rapport, and that that bartender relationship is is no joke; it's a big deal.
0: Yeah, you know they they say that uh, bartenders, uh, hairdressers are in their industry; they're like literally therapists. They're cheap psychiatrists. With, without one hundred percent degree, like they totally. <laughs> They, like you say you know your customers you know you know when they're when they're having a bad day when they're yep. having a good day uh, it, what I love about you know going from like and we talk about Uh, the craft lounge and we'll give them their plug here in a little bit our sponsors Um, but when you walk in and and just everybody knows your name right like the cheers (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's just that's your local spot that's where everybody likes to go and uh, you know it's definitely great that you can be part of this Temecula community and have all your regulars as well as because your location have a lot of visitors that can come in and you're kind of like the very beginning for those people that like to do the whole brew hopping thing and go to all the different breweries like start here and then make your way down and end up somewhere in murietta by the time you're done and yeah you'll be doing pretty good after that day yeah definitely
2: (laughs) and there yeah i mean we're we're in a cool time in temecula too the brewing scene here is is really escalating to a point where uh we're we're on the map you know there there are tours there are and there's even crossover tours with the wineries, which I think sounds like a really rough day. Uh, but, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> but I, don't I don't know, know if I could survive over. that, no. honestly. I don't yeah. mix beer and wine, no. and I never intend to. I've definitely met a couple of party buses at the front door just to see if they, I can even let them in. Right. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> you get in a lot of trouble for that. You got
1: yeah. bre- to breathalyze them before yeah. field yeah. sobriety test before they walk Beep. in.
2: No, not you. Beep. Beep. No. Count the fingers. Yeah. Back on the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Well, the next beer that we're going to try here is uh, I'm actually really stoked to try it because obviously I follow you guys on social media and I've seen that you've uh, released kind of a new line here, uh, something that both Brandon and myself uh, really enjoy drinking just because it's one of your more easier drinking beers. It's great when it's hot outside. uh, But we have uh, a Mexican lager that we're going to have here. That's something uh, brand new for you guys.
2: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's nice to have, you know, a, a lot of tools in the toolkit when you're, you're pouring beers to try to keep everybody happy. Uh, but the Zolo here uh, is a great, uh, so almost like a, a ghostwriter brand for us. It's, uh, it's brewed and packaged by Garage Brewing uh, under a different label.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but, yeah, it's a nice, light Mexican lager. Uh, we do also have a uh, can. We don't have it on tap here, but we have some actual canned and batch micheladas made oh, uh, with Zolo wow. that, are, that are pretty killer as well. Nice.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, micheladas are huge here in riverside county speaking of micheladas
1: shout out to muñecas oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's that's our homies yeah they're uh one of the best michelada mixes you'll ever taste for sure shout out to ceci and hugo for sure
0: but uh what made you guys kind of go this route and do like a kind of like i don't really say an off-brand but just something different than what you guys have normally been doing
3: um, I think it has to do with trying to appeal to a newer crowd, yeah. a newer generation. Um, you know, we've been established so long that they kind of say, oh, there's Garage. We kind of get a feel for some of these things where this uh, is more exciting, I think. Um, it kind of competes with all of that. Uh, I don't know, like the last, this last summer, a lot of Mexican lagers coming out. A lot of breweries are coming out with these oh, yeah. different ones. And, and we wanted to take foot in, in some of that. And um I think with the exciting logo, the dog face, uh, that we're planning on doing a couple other marketing ideas with that and don- yeah. donating to local uh, animal shelters, things oh, like dope. that. Nice. Those <laughs> things are coming up in the works, but um, it's it just more of an exciting avenue for the for garage brewing, I think.
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I just took a nice big swig of this, mm-hmm. and uh, I, re- I really like it. I'm getting, at the very, very tail end, a hint of honey. Hmm.
1: That might come from the uh, from use, use corn flake corn mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that might be the, some of the reason I don't know right. what else is in it I like it but
0: it's it's different uh, a lot of Mexican lagers um, very heavy on the corn yeah uh, flavor and this is uh, just smooth really nice and it has that nice little sweet uh, uh, tail end at the end yeah uh, which I can definitely appreciate and I, I think like I said you know mixing it with some mutual mix is probably pretty bomb too yeah that guy's uh, good to mix up yeah. Yeah, good job on this one. This is
3: st-
1: standalone. Yeah, it's very nice.
3: Yeah, I, I did that True one style. here to pile it up, and I brought that guy up. So I'm pretty proud of that. one. That's was, awesome. Really good. good. job yeah, on it. Yeah, thank definitely. You,
1: thank
0: you. What's the? Uh, let's see. What's the ABV here?
3: It's a 5.8. on that eight. one. Oh, yeah.
1: that's nice. That's relatively I mean, high for. for that Yeah, style, it's a yeah. higher
3: end, and you don't. And it sneaks up on you. You don't really. Yeah. You don't really get that alcohol burn. I think the corn kind of plays in. You're getting the honey notes in there, kind of crossing with that alcohol sweetness as well right. it all plays together giving you like a nice smooth and kind of a sharp finish on the end of it too right. so.
0: i think what's uh what's good about it um is that it's so much more complex than most most lagers like you have mm. so much more flavor going on than traditional you know dads you know will will we'll not mention the name but one of those in-bed companies <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh it, you know, that always – remember those commercials, the 80s, 90s, the bitter beer face? Oh, yeah. You know, that yeah. type, that style of beer. I
1: which, want that. I'm looking for something like that. You want to <laughs> lose your they, teeth? <laughs> yeah, can anybody yeah. point me in that? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs>
0: so this is definitely not that. And if someone's saying, like, hey, you know, what do you have that's, you know, close to uh, something wiser? Yeah. Uh, and you throw them this, <laughs> man. I mean, if they have any kind of palate, they're going to be like, "Wow, this is a lot better." I mean, yeah, we've yeah. been
3: told it's close to a Modelo. It's close to Modelo. Close, but It's got more flavor, more
0: character. There's more. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on there. It's yeah. You did yeah, a great exactly. job. The aroma is really nice too. Very, yeah, very nice. It's yeah. very, very inviting. Um, what do you get on it, Brandon?
1: Like I said, like like you were saying that that sweetness, you know, brought by the uh, the flaked uh, corn, I get that a lot. Um, just very clean, neutral flavors. I don't know if you... What kind of hops? Do you use any hops? Motueca. Motueka. Mo, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's... Nice. you dry hop it?
3: No. Oh, that'd be No. Kind of, I was thinking about...
1: That'd be kind of fun.
3: As an offshoot, maybe taking a few barrels and doing that. A little dry hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little nice. little Motueka dry hop. Nice. I give that little uh, lime lime zestiness in there. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. You
1: know another cool one would be, too? Just throwing it out there. This is because one of my favorite hops. I know it's very... Uh, it divides a lot of uh brewers but uh sabro which might yeah. be kind of fun too maybe
3: maybe
1: possibly add that coconut note maybe with the coconut lime pie kind of thing yeah, yeah. yeah. it might be All something right. interesting yeah, yeah. i'm always do down to experiment but no yeah. this is nice it's true to style uh very easy drinking and the ABV surprises me but it's yeah, right. not overwhelming it you can't pinpoint that alcohol note, Mm-mm. so it's very nice. Yeah, it's
3: well hidden in there being that high, and especially in a, in a Mexican lager like that. It's easy to pick up those flaws and those mm-hmm. nuanced things, and right. this, this kind of melds everything together really well. Especially and
1: with the bottom fermenting yeast, yeah, and then how long you know, that lagering process is, it really, there's so many mistakes that can be made during that Oh, easily, process, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Great job. Yeah, cheers. It's very good. Cheers.
0: All right. Back to some questions. I like to ask all these crazy <laughs> questions. Just, uh, Put Chris on the spot What's here. your favorite color? Yeah. Oh, a that's a good red. red. You. Red. Green. Red and green. <laughs> green. Green. Hops, green. Put you guys together. Poppy you're green. ready for Christmas.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful. Yay.
0: There you go. There, look. Beer wife, I said Christmas on one of our episodes. You're welcome. <laughs> she's already started her Christmas. Christmas in July oh, is her thing. So oh, yeah. boy. It's too soon for me. I always just kind of ignore it, but uh, she's IPAs.
1: all over it. IPAs or pale ales?
0: Uh, I'm an IPA guy for sure. IPA. Pale ale. Okay. Oh. I like that. I go pell L too. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Um, all right. What uh, here at Garage <laughs> Brewing? What was the first beer made uh, that they to get the brewery started?
2: So I had to call Lou, uh, the founder, to get the official dictated answer. Uh, Mango hef was. Mango hef was the which, first. Okay. Which was going to be my lie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I didn't find the answer, a good out, lie. Yeah. Uh, I, I could say it with confidence. Okay. Um, but when they, when they launched, they, they had an IPA that was similar to a version of the inline IPA that we currently okay. have, and uh, then also the marshmallow milk style. Yes. So technically, the Mango Hef was first to be completed in a beer that they were happy to sort of launch with, um, but they, they didn't get ready to launch until they obviously had a bit of a range because, yeah. uh, you know, nobody wants to go to brewery that just slings the one. Right. <laughs> you know? I'm,
0: I mean, I'm, I'm old Diversify. school. I remember, right. I remember coming here, uh, and you could only get just the growlers. Uh, and mm-hmm. then shortly after that, the bottles came out, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. The big whale bottles. So the 22-ounce 22 22. bottles. Yeah. 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 I had, yeah. I had my yeah. fridge, like, <laughs> stocked with marshmallow milk stout for, like, the longest. <laughs> and then when you guys started canning, oh, my gosh, those mango hefts, dude. That was, like, my go-to, like, everyday kind yeah. of kind of beer You're so easy yeah <laughs> well i mean it's funny because with the mango half like you say people that's not not a normal everyday uh beer drinker and they're just like well i don't really like beer all right we'll try this and let me know yeah. what you think and they're like, oh, this is actually pretty refreshing it's good and then start trying some more more things you know like with my wife you can't getting her to drink beers like, uh, you know, pulling teeth or getting your two year old to clean up his toys. <laughs> right. It's almost next to impossible, but there have been some beers. Mango Hef being one of them that she will actually drink. Um, you know, she'll do a, a taster like on a, on a flight. She's just not a big drinker. The, her go-to drink is just like mixed cocktails and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, mm. but it's, it's pretty amazing to be able to come to certain breweries and, and find something that's in her wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, and so I always had that stocked at the house. So that's nice.
3: I know that feeling. My wife, I try and brew things that she likes because it's tough because she doesn't really drink anything either, and uh, it has to be a light lager or something of that nature, and not fruity and not hoppy. And I'm like, What, are you, so what do you want? A picky? Corona? Like, yeah. There, it's fine. So <laughs>
1: what do you want from me? Here's twelve dollars. Here's <laughs> a bottle of wine. There you go. Right? There you go. I'm <laughs> All right.
0: So we got the first beer name, so it was a mango mango Hef and um, let's talk about production wise. So when when they first started, how much beer were they making and how much beer are we making today? So what's uh, Growth-wise, what are we looking at?
2: Well, the, the the way that you can tell the scale, too, obviously, the facility we have here on site. I mean, I, I'm spoiled as a GM uh, to have a facility that also has a brewer brewing out of it, yeah. at a place where I get to sell beer. That's right. that's yeah. super awesome. Uh, but the facility that we have here is a 10-barrel system. Okay. Um, and then just up the road here in Marietta, uh, they're brewing out of a 30-barrel system at the warehouse right. um, as well. So I just uh, now having the 40-barrel capacity combined is just... Nice. It's incredible to be able to keep things, keep things cranking here, pumping them
0: out. And yeah. I can imagine as far as like distribution wise, um, you know, out of the, the, the big facility there, how do you, I, I know I didn't hit you up with this, but how many, do you know how many approximately uh, cans or bottles are shipped out? No, no. <laughs> That's a tough,
2: one. <laughs> that is a tough Zeth, one. Zeth might have a little bit more, uh, um, more of an idea on that because he works out of there uh, sometimes as well. I know it's got to be a lot. And it's only cuz I quite see it everywhere. I mean, yeah. we we have a
3: few distributors, we do self-distribution as well. We still do bombers on some aspects and cans and we've gotten some upgraded machinery as well, like a kegging machine that'll do 60 barrels in an hour. Like, nice. It'll it'll also yeah. clean the keg, clean the outside, the inside and fill it and spit it out the other end.
1: That is a beautiful so, thing. So for yeah. anybody who's ever had to clean kegs, so oh I God. have so I, I was <laughs> yeah. I was an assistant brewer like right down the street in aftershock with Thomas. Shout out to Thomas, uh, and I, yeah. If you've ever cleaned a keg, that's like so beautiful <laughs> to know that. Yeah, that is like horrible a work. That's that. how I.
3: That's how I started cleaning kegs. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's how. <laughs> that's a good way to break it in because if you can't do that, you do not deserving. Yeah, yeah. It anyway. test your results. I agree. I agree and <laughs> yeah. there's
1: nothing wrong with cleaning kegs. Don't no, get me not wrong, at all. but. You know, it's not the most fun thing to do, so No, it's total crap. Yeah. Right. I, I would say
0: cleaning kegs and carrying those giant bags of grain around—that's that's another one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Remember when uh, John Fearless <laughs> donated all that grain? You, you, you just threw them up on your shoulder, carried them out, and you're like, "I'm getting too old for this."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. that reminds me of uh, yeah, reminds me of the good old days. Well, Dude, seriously, Yeah milling outside with the winds blowing all crazy and you're like trying to hold the bag up. And oh, shit. yeah, Good old days, man. All right.
0: <laughs> all right, let's jump into beer number three, Brando. Okay, uh, we're it. having uh, Pineapple.
2: Yeah, so this is one of our, our newer ones. Uh, obviously, with the Mango Hef being as successful as it is, um, we wanted to go with, with something a little bit different but not not something completely out of left field. That's not really kind of our style here. Yeah. Uh, you know, get it ready for September, the hottest month of the year, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's doing amazingly well. The, the cool part about uh, the brew pub down here is it's kind of like uh, the showroom at a car dealership. Right. When new mm-hmm. things come out, you can come and get it right from the source. I mean, there, there are times where Zeth is brewing here on site, so that beer doesn't touch anything until it hits a glass sitting in the facility where it was brewed at, which nice. is a, a pretty cool full circle aspect uh, for like a true beer fan.
0: So can I can I say something about uh, this and I'll well, first of all, Brandon, look at the lacing, <laughs> right? I,
2: I yeah, out at that.
0: yeah,
1: all beer nerds are into that kind of shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some people are listening.
1: What the hell's that Lace? lacing? Yeah, was that like, laces out. Is that like laces <laughs> out? Is that like a is that like a doily? What is that? Oh, <laughs> um, but it's lacy. So
0: that's how I one indication that you know a beer is really good. So good job. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is crazy because. The difference between this and the mango hef with the, and it might be everyone's taste buds are different, but Brandon, with the mango hef, mango forward, right. That hef kind of banana like, you know, traditional and weisen flavor at the end. This one, it goes the right complete the opposite. opposite. Yeah. So I'm getting I'm getting a nice solid Heffenweisen and, and then the back of my the back of my mouth I'm like pineapple.
1: Zach, do, do you guys do this with uh, with the traditional like hef? strain or do you guys use like uh like a weed uh this one is
3: is uh using some of our half and blending it in with some compound and extracts okay uh certain things like that Mm. um and this one we we wanted it to be more uh like you were saying it's on the back end because pineapple can be very acidic you put too much in it just it just burns i mean it gets too hard so we try to balance out and we do this a lot with our other beers too is we want you to taste the beer. Sure. I mean, the beer is the, the key portion of the thing. I agree 100%. And, I'm and now player. I'm not saying anything bad about everybody else that wants to put 75 pounds of fruit in a barrel sure. or whatever. Do, do what you want to do. Sure. But for this particular style and this beer, um, uh, we want the beer to come out and then also you, you get the essence of that. Pine- right. Especially something as, as harsh as pineapple. Is. Right. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. One of the reasons why I asked is because I don't know if my brain's playing a trick on me. But with... Hefeweizen, you know, like traditionally clove and banana are yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes prominent. Depending on, from what I've uh, experienced, like depending on how uh, hot you ferment or how cold you ferment, how, you know, you could kind of get different characteristics.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Here I get a little bit of a clove flavor. I don't know if you felt that or have tasted that. I'm not sure because I kind of get that. But yeah, it's, it it's, a, it. It, it's a traditional... It, fermentation
3: yeah. temperature obviously plays an aspect into esters and everything else that you're getting in the final result. But exactly. also the yeast as well, right. the type of yeast. There's a few different Hef brands out there that uh, everybody's used. And some will give you more banana, more clove. And ours tend to be a little more subdued on the banana end of it. More and neutral. I guess the clove kind of comes out a little bit more mm-hmm. than that. And the pineapple might be playing a part and, and, and bringing that forward as well.
1: Right. So. Yeah, that's awesome. It's yeah. very cool, very... Well balanced,
0: very nice. Yeah, hold on, I got to pause for a selfie here. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it's really good, and I really I love that that pineapple tail end. That's it's different. I I I really love the mango heft, but I want to say I like this better.
3: (laughs) It's been (laughs) different, gaining a lot of tread that one. It's it's dude, it's like um, yeah. I I do a lot of the the flavoring aspect of some of the beers too at production. So that was one I was kind of like hesitant on when, when Lou came to me. And says, hey, we need something different with this half. We need to do something fruity. We have like a blood orange. We got the mango. What do you think of pineapple? Tropical. You know, it's getting warm. And I'm like, okay, well, we had an island twist, and that's got coconut and pineapple and mango and a bunch of different fruits in it. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to make it like that. I don't want it to be that kind of uh, tropical drink-like, but I want the pineapple to be there. That's the prominent thing. And then when I did it, I, I went to the extreme and I was like nobody's going to drink this you could take the paint <laughs> off your car with this <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I went the too far back and it wasn't just it was just like somebody just farted pineapple in the glass like you know some of those seltzers it's just like it's farts in a glass it's, it just <laughs> smells essence of, pineapple. Like, <laughs> essence of it's like Fanta, Fanta it beer like.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah exactly yeah
3: so we, we finally hit a medium uh, found the right dosing rates and, and a combination of a few different things and I was pleasantly surprised, and I thought, oh, this might do pretty well, and uh, I mean, it's in the top, what, five mm-hmm. sellers here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's very
2: cool. It, yeah, it took a minute to catch on, I think, because people have uh, this loyalty to what they're used to, right? The, the mango half. Mm-hmm. Oh, I only drink the mango half. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let, me just, let me just slide this Free taste right here. <laughs> I'm just gonna mm-hmm. leave it here for you to think about, right? And it slowly works their way in there. I mean, tell me what like. we're obviously super big on the flights. Um, it's it's what we do primarily. I mean, you can look around the place right now, and just about everybody has a flight tray in front of them. Right. Uh, and, and the reason we do that, obviously, is we have, like I said, you know, hovering around 30 on tap always, and it changes enough where if you are a once a month visit, you could literally come in and say, oh what's new?" and I could tell you. Uh, which is really cool because they these guys aren't stagnant with what they brew. They're always looking for that next thing and, and Lou's a great owner that way too. He he always wants to kind of keep it kind of new and relevant. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, the pineapple's been a great mover. Uh, it took a little bit while like I said to get momentum because people are kind of stuck in their lane. I mean, I did the same thing with food so I'm being a hypocrite right now by saying this. <laughs> um, but you know, they're very hesitant to, to switch up because if they've found something that they're dialed into, they don't want to ruin a, you know, uh, a pour of beer right. by mm-hmm. you know taking a chance on something, but it's definitely been a big hit.
0: Well, I like it. Great job on that. Um, so, personally, for you two guys, we'll start with Chris. Yep. What is your go-to beer here at Garage Brewing?
2: Uh, it's my my favorite by far, uh, and it was before I worked here as well is the Mango Coop. Mango Coop. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that's our double IPA, uh, obviously with mango. I see
0: that it's set up here in this lineup.
2: Yeah, I I couldn't purpose. not let you have it. Uh, <laughs> I had I had to watch you enjoy it and live vicariously through you. Uh but yeah, it's it's you know, it it packs the punch you'd expect out of a of a double IPA. Yeah. Uh 8, 8.9%, so just hovering right around that 9 mark. Uh, and the mango just makes some of what is the extra bitter side of a double IPA much more subtle. Balances it. Yeah, yeah it's a really clean sure. finish. Um yeah, I I I really like it. I mean yeah. the, the way the, these guys brew beer, it, it's it's great too. I mean, it, I don't know how many people know, or but uh, reverse osmosis water is a big deal. Absolutely. And everything that these guys brew, even the dishwasher that I rinse the glasses with here, it's all RO water here. Nice. Um, so when it comes to balance and consistency, you're going to get the same beer, the same taste, the same action on the beer uh, every time. It's love it's, it. Yeah, it's great.
0: Awesome. All right, Zeth. Mm. What is your go-to? I know you're <laughs> brewing and all this kind of stuff, so you get to sample a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I know sometimes you're, own, you're your own worst critic, but I know oh, that there's going to be some beer here that you crush on all the time. So uh. what's your go-to beer?
3: Well, to be honest, it depends on the mood I'm in. I mean, I drink a couple different things. I mean, right now I just finished the Amber Ale. Okay. And I'm really digging that with the maltiness in there. Um, and then when I get a hop kick, I drink the Inline. That's and our think, staple IPA. Yeah. That's our that's our flagship IPA. It's awesome. solid. Deuce Coupe, of course, is, is always good. But yeah. and then uh, the golden stout. My wife likes that. I really enjoy that. That's a, a golden colored. Uh, tastes like a stout kind of kind I of actually, beer. I don't think um, I've
0: actually had that one, and, and yeah. I love golden stouts. Yeah, we might have, to, have to get you one of those yeah. guys too.
3: Um, but uh, if I'm feeling like. Something light, easy. I will drink the mango half every now there and then, too. Yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, after you had a few deuce coops and you're, like, feeling, okay, <laughs> I, don't, I, can't, I can't take another one.
2: Yeah, you're all deuced up.
3: But I want to drink more. <laughs> you go, mmm,
0: yeah, mango half, easy.
2: There so, you go. Yeah. I like it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, by palate. How about you, Brandon? Because I know you've had uh, garage brewing uh, prior to coming here, just like uh, myself. What's your go-to garage brewing beer?
1: Okay, so... <clears throat> Like I was telling Chris, like I've had garage beer. I've actually never been here, but I've had garage beer, you know, procured. So uh, I would say, honestly, I'd say the Mango half of ice. And So the reason why I like that one is because you'd go places, you know, and they'd have like three taps. And it'd be like, you know, like you you know, you are you Wisers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <it's> the <laughs> Wisers.
0: The evil empire. Yeah. Right. In Bev. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. The Wisers, and then uh, you know maybe something else, and then you know Garage Mango have, and it's just refreshing and different. And so, yeah. you know, especially you know been around. You guys have been around for a while, so yep. you know, twenty thirteen. Kind of in the yep. beginning, you know, you know beginning stages of my craft beer, you know, journey. So that's mm. cool. Uh, but then I also really there's one beer that kind of stuck out. This is like years ago maybe like four years ago uh it's a uh, it was a double well, it was a white ipa i remember it was like nine percent or something the like double that. white yeah yeah i i remember that beer and i really like that so i don't know exactly what was in that beer what hops were used or you know what the malt bill was but i, I really enjoyed that awesome. so i would say those two were stand out stick
0: me. out for you I'm uh, I'm kind of all over the place here as far as go tos because there's a lot of like seasonal releases that you guys do right. mm-hmm. that I definitely appreciate. Um, the apple pie was it L that pale ale apple because I yeah. like pale ale that one. I remember uh, the first time I had it, I immediately came over here and got a growler to take home. I think <laughs> I drank that growler in one sitting. <laughs>
2: congratulations Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I paid the price later but uh,
0: you know that was good but as far as like your everyday um, things I mean what really got me hooked here was the marshmallow milk stout because I love I love stouts and I can definitely appreciate uh, a milk stout just because um, you know it's not like those like big like imperial stouts where you're just like you're one and done Um, you know you can't drink a whole lot of marshmallow milk stout because stouts still even at that ABV still kind of sit heavy on you but um, I just love the flavor combo, and it was one of the first times I ever had marshmallow in a beer, mm-hmm. uh, the very first time I had it, and so I absolutely love it. And then, again, Mango Hef was always in my fridge just because it was something I could always offer somebody when they're, they come over and they're like, hey, you know, uh, what do you got in your fridge? They always know the beer dad's got some pretty wild stuff in his <laughs> beer fridge. Um, I mean, I could <laughs> I got, like, German beer in there. I've got heavily fruited sours. I've got stouts. I've got lagers, whatever you want. I, I've got something for everybody. Uh, in, in that fridge but uh there's always uh, usually some garage sitting around mango or or um the marshmallow milk stout so and i really was stoked because uh you guys made a peanut butter cup uh milk stout at one mm-hmm. point and uh we one, have it on tap I think right still now are. yeah i read it it's still yeah, there. yeah so chocolate
1: peanut butter
2: i love like i love that, that
0: one um because uh, a lot of people know, they listen to the show, the beer dad's uh, kind of what really got him into craft beer was the Belching Beaver peanut butter milk style. Oh yeah. That's and, a good one. And uh, when you guys made your kind of spin on it, I was like, if, if Belching Beaver just added just a little bit more peanut butter, this would be amazing. And that's what you guys did. And so I really, really love it. Um, and of course I was like, as soon as I got on I like, can't wait to take a picture. I think I took a picture. We were, we were up in the mountains and I uh, had my garage beer, uh, garage brewing hat. And I took a picture with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and the beer in the hat. Nice. One of my favorite pictures. There you go. And awesome. then everyone hit me, hit me, where, where can I get that? I'm like, dude, you're never going to believe me. But literally, you can go to a gas station,
2: <laughs> shell, right off the
0: freeway and find it in six packs. packs're behind yep, the you're gas love station. It.
2: You know the story behind that, right? You know uh, Lou actually owns yes. the gas station? Yes. Okay, good. I was actually talking to talking yeah. to Brandon. We'll yeah. talk
0: about the food here in a second, but uh you know back in the pizza days yep. um used to be able to go in there and get a, a six pack and a pizza yeah uh, for the quick lunch <laughs> there and,
2: uh, yeah it's a, it's a very biased beer selection over right? there. <laughs> so, yeah i could tell you're like yeah you I've got in there you right? got like yeah, one little
0: window of everything else yeah. and then a and then, shit ton of ground yeah, beer four <laughs> coolers
2: side by side yeah. of everything we can't bottle and it's like uh eh, we'll acknowledge <laughs> that other beers exist in I this other it. cooler over here <laughs> to the side i love it absolutely
0: so, yeah, so those are my guys. I mean, I've always been a fan of Garage. I'm really happy to, to do a show here. I know initially when I first got this podcast launched or when right before I had been talking to breweries because I had my social media pages already taking pictures of beers and blogging about beers and stuff like that before the podcast. And I remember, you know, kind of in the early stages, I can't, I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember her name, but I was talking to somebody here about doing it. Uh, and this was years ago, probably three, four years ago. Um, and uh, I'm like, man, it's taken a while, but here we are. <laughs> Two years into it, we're finally <laughs> here. Um, I'm, I'm, but I'm stoked to be here. Thanks for having us, Chris. No, of course. Of course. Thank right. you for having us. So, all right, Moving let's dive on. into the next one. So you actually just had this, Seth, um, the Amber well, L. I'm, I'm stoked. some more, yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> he poured some more? I, I like had it. to. So you know it's way. good. When the yeah. brewer is sitting here, uh, he just drank one, and now he's got another one. And also, uh, I have to mention, because I believe that's what we poured for, uh josh. josh it was so, yeah. this right uh, as always every episode we always pour a beer for our departed friend joshua kunkel i know you're here in spirit and uh it's funny because uh before the show zeth and i were talking uh, about you and he's actually <laughs> drank beer with you mm-hmm. uh he mentioned the randall that you invented so yeah uh you you did a lot at that um homebrewers uh, festival out there in <laughs> mm-hmm. uh is uh, that Vale Lake? Vale yeah, yeah. If it was the
1: same year, I believe it was the the year he brought a braggot too. And, and, Could have been. And, yeah. and Jimmy was there. And, and, he, and Jimmy drank and he, the
0: braggot. And this was before he met Josh. And he like, didn't like even know. Really it. knew Josh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, uh, Josh, you've been around in the beer world. Uh, it's That's it's right. crazy how many people you've met, touched, and everything like that. We miss you like crazy. That's right. Um, but uh, you're always here and a part of our show forever. Always. Yeah. So let's get into this uh, amber because I know Josh would like it. It's one of the, Amber's kind of one of my styles that I've always really loved. Uh, maybe that's why I married my wife. Her name's Amber. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or or you really like three eleven. I don't know. What it is. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I that was like one of my favorite three eleven songs. Oh, too. Yeah. Maybe it's the color of your energy. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So I always sing that to her all the time. Like we'll go somewhere and there'll be karaoke, and I'll like purposely butcher that song, but try to sing it to her. Um, eh. She likes it. Does she,
1: does she appreciate time. it? Or do you yeah, get one of those those it.
2: eye rolls? You can almost hear it so, <laughs> right? it's so dramatic. Isn't it crazy how you can you know, actually hear an eye roll? My wife's <laughs> got yeah, a real. Yeah.
1: You, get, you get a little hammered on marshmallow stout and sing a little 311. <laughs> 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 Amber is the color of your energy. <laughs> Three pitches later, howling in the background. SpongeBob. Three pitches later.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then like when you're when you're twelve deep, that's when you start singing like Queen and like Oh yeah, and
1: (laughs) And, and miraculously all your friends are there and they can do the harmonies.
0: (laughs) I think it's great. Uh, We went on a Disney cruise, highly recommended for those that have little ones. If you haven't been yet, uh, Chris. Yeah, Um, but uh, there's some video footage somewhere of. Myself and some buddies uh, singing uh, Queen "Bohemian Rhapsody" on a Disney cruise at one of the lounges. (laughs) Epic! It's pretty bad.
3: (laughs) That sounds pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great. Well, the
0: best the best part was uh, so my buddy Jose, who's been on the show. uh, What's up, buddy? he gets a little out of control, and so he a really wild, wild motherfucker. He made up. the people in the front <laughs> row. He made the people in the front row leave because he started like caressing my cheek, <laughs> as I was like singing,
1: "Dude, what's wrong and, with that?" Like, that they're like a- this
0: went to a weird place, dude. That- <laughs> the people up front were like, "I can't believe what's going on." Who right doesn't
1: now. caress one <laughs> yeah, exactly. face when you singing <laughs> yeah. "Believe Me,
0: Is it really friendship if you don't? That's, it's right. Not. That's right. That's um, uh, right. But uh, congrats to uh, can actually announce this now because it's official. But. Congrats to our good friend, Jose Orozco, who is a paramedic. He's a, a flight paramedic for Mercier, and uh, as of November 14th, no longer, because he is officially hired by the California Highway Patrol as an officer. He's going to the Academy. Nice. So oh, very nice. I just want to say uh, salute to my good friend, Jose, and former partner uh, on the ambulance. So uh, congratulations, Jose. That's going to be a big change for you and your family, That's and awesome. you definitely worked hard for it. So uh, congrats. Uh, but We're going we're gonna to jump into this Amber Rail.
1: Before we do this. I did this earlier, the, this okay. or that thing. Okay, ambers or reds? Because I know they're very close. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think? Also, I have something else to follow up. With
2: that. Okay. I've kind of always viewed it as its own thing, as a, as a non-brewer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've, I've always viewed ambers as their own thing. I, I've always found the reds that I've liked, though, to mm-hmm. be the hoppier reds. Okay. Uh, like
1: uh, yeah. Let's say like uh, like chronic, like Gizabora yeah. chronic, or right. like... Uh, even like shark bite.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. Like shark bite was actually my favorite for a long time. Uh, and Dude, then I, so I've good. always, I've always viewed ambers as more toward like the lighter end, the crushable yeah. sort of right. spectrum where smoother as like a, like a really bold red is one that I'd kind of be one and done on.
4: Mm.
3: What about you? What, Seth? Yeah. Reds are red. Ambers are amber. Yeah. Uh, two, different,
0: right, two different, two different, different
3: colors. I think you can achieve a red color, um, with a specific set of crystal malts or blended malts right. like they do nowadays. Um, it's not easy, right? Um, but I, I do believe there is a distinction between the two, and BJCP classifies amber Different. ale as its own thing and right. red ale as its own right. thing too. So, yeah, I mean, you can tend to break it down like Chris said: is like lower as the lower is amber and higher is the red. You can do sessionable reds, or for Which the lady, want to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, but yes, I think there's a distinction between both for sure.
1: But if you were to pick one, what's your favorite? What would you like? Well,
3: I like this amber right here. This <laughs> is really good. <laughs> good. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. On <laughs> so I'm sure. really loving this one. Yeah.
1: Fantastic. Following up with a karaoke question What is your go to karaoke song? Yes. Is that f-
3: Silence in my bathroom. Uh huh. As in, I don't karaoke. I like it. <laughs> You. Uh,
2: Mustang Sally. Uh, oh, shit. Chris with the Mustang Sally. Uh, I, I
0: don't know why I just pictured him on the bar right now singing Mustang Sally. So I Zep- can make it a reality if you really you want to get wild. You should. Yeah. So,
1: so Zeth, I'm kind of with you on that one. Like right. I like to sing in my car. And in so my car. In my shower, yeah. oh, whatever. Sure. Down. There's only been a few times that I've sang karaoke. And the first time I did, I believe I sang uh, Say It Ain't So by Weezer at the Vault in Redlands. That was the first time I ever did karaoke. <laughs> oh, actually, I did Sublime, is kind of my go to if I had to pick one up. Like anything by Sublime.
0: That's, um, that's one of my go tos, Santeria.
1: Nice. Yeah, yeah that's a go. good one. Or what I got. Your dad likes
0: to. the old Sublime oh, uh, action uh, and uh, Caress Me Down. Yeah, for the adult karaoke, nice, <laughs> nice.
1: nice. Hey, that that's after mucho gusto, mi amor, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, See, that's after eight pitchers of uh, yes. marshmallow. Yes, milk <laughs> absolutely.
0: <laughs> and in fact, one time I we uh, do you guys uh, local here to this area. Do you guys remember Aloha J's? Do you remember that mm-hmm. bar over there off of uh, Winchester? So no, that was the first place I ever discovered that had adult karaoke. So most funny. places no. you go to karaoke like. They bleep out words, or they don't just have certain songs. This place is... uh uh, they had uh, every song under the map. I mean, including like the most vulgar rap songs you've ever heard. I thought you were
1: gonna say without pants. No, That's well, what <laughs> no, 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 clothing optional. Oh, okay. yeah. there was a stripper
0: pole on the stage, which yeah. I thought was very funny because one time I did uh, Buck Cherry's "Crazy Bitch." Oh god, oh, perfect stripper pants. song. And, yeah, and next thing I know, all these random girls are getting up on this stripper pole, and I'm like, "Oh, wow, this is pretty bad." Like, I'm a really terrible singer. I don't know why they're dancing and having a good time. It must be the. Album. Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was a that was a good spot. I definitely like a Aloha Jay's So I appreciate the karaoke. It's fun. <laughs> I really more like like I'll do it a couple of times but I like to just kind of hang back and watch yeah the people know, watching okay. is premium for yeah. sure yeah.
3: Kirk uh, Patrick's down the road does it too oh, do sure. they yeah they do karaoke I can't remember what. That, pre-COVID they did it and that's, yeah, it's a lot of fun to go we, watch we that. keep
0: yeah. trying to talk our sponsor Jimmy at the craft lounge to have karaoke but he's like a refusal he's just like I'm not doing it I anything.
1: understand why and it's because <laughs> you become a karaoke bar you know?
0: that's true well, there's some people that take karaoke extremely seriously. That's why.
1: Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't want it. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, they got, like, leagues and stuff. I didn't even know that was it's, a thing until I met like, this guy okay, that does cute. it.
1: It's oh, like geez. pool league. People show up with their, like, pool bags. Oh, yeah, and their, their personal like, microphone. It's, like, and, like, it's, it's yeah. a way of life. It's yeah. not just the game or, or, or just singing. It becomes more than that.
0: Yeah. I just like to have fun. Same I, here. I that's agree. all I care about. Yeah, so, I agree. Of course.
1: Just singing karaoke, singing Buck Chair with my pants off. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't want to hear me do the scream part. It was really bad. It sounded like someone stepped on a cat tail <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> but people were dancing. Oh, wow. So, but back to this beer. Back to this Amber Hill. This is a damn good beer. It's it's in my wheelhouse of things that I really enjoy. Uh, what I like about it is you get a lot of bold, uh, kind of just smooth, caramely notes and how i know a beer is good and, and we always talk about too is like at the end it rinses super clean you don't get that aftertaste um that you get from a lot of because this is not an easy beer to make and you guys as brewers know um to get the the actual color to get that 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 maintaining uh, head and the lacing and everything a lot of a lot of hard work went into this beer um but it's it's good Good job. Yeah,
1: thank <laughs> very you very much. Thought. Yeah, I have a random thought. You know, when you hear people say aftertaste, they're like, "Yeah, I like it, but it's just this weird aftertaste." My opinion is that you're tasting off flavors from yes, beer. hundred percent. Yeah, beer being brewed improperly. Because if it's a good beer, it, it rinses
0: know. clean, um, or it gives you that like like with the hef, the pineapple heff, it gives you that last little punch of pineapple, and then you're done. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas uh, like you said, a bad beer. Um, you know, you drink like a grandpa's Budweiser from the back of the fridge. Oops, I said it. Uh, <laughs> and and, and it, you just, it literally tastes like you're drinking liquid Band-Aid, and it's just absolutely horrible. Or copper pennies. I mean, that's something that you see a lot in really bad beer. That um, butter. 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 Diacin, diacin, diacin is a big yeah. problem. Totally. Places, Not yeah. a fan of that. And yeah. it, sometimes you get it right away. Uh, yeah. And it's
1: yeah. sad. Boil your beer people just boil boil <laughs> boil it all the way <laughs> mash at correct temperatures that's right, that's right. it at correct temperatures exactly that's a big cleanliness thing. and temperatures now we know why we clean all the time exactly and we yeah, love right. it yeah
3: we love it i love it love yeah, it so that's much. A, good so job awesome. on the amber thank, thank, you thank you very much yeah this is very I cool yeah
1: uh, i just wanted to say is uh look
0: at that color hold that up again one more time <laughs> i'm gonna take a picture because <laughs> look at that
1: here i
0: like hold, that
3: crystal clear we
1: hold it like this <laughs> <All
0: right. laughs>
1: that's, that's pretty.
0: Damn good color. Damn good beer.
1: And it, you know, it's it's an uncommon style nowadays because yeah. it's it's not a popular style, but it is yeah. a traditional uh, style. And I think I can speak for a lot of us. It's one of the styles that kind of got us into drinking craft beer. How, Amber's.
0: How long have you guys been uh, doing the amber ale here? Um. Well, let's see. This sessionable
3: one I did a few months ago oh. so it hasn't been on
2: before okay so brand see, new. So I don't think, brand think I've ever here. had an yeah. Amber,
3: Amber L here
2: they've done one before though right uh, an Amber garage
3: a long time ago yeah, yeah. I think
2: a long time ago because I do get a lot of people that are like oh I'm glad to see that it's back Right, oh, so well, I hadn't heard that before. So it either yeah, meant that I mean, they were crazy, or that we actually <laughs> we actually had done it. So. Like they didn't know where they were at. They, they thought yeah. they were somewhere else. So like, oh, good, good to be back. Yeah, it's, a, I, a it's a brewery; they're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> this amber too, though was so clean. It, it's another one of like the gateway category yeah. beers, right? Uh, for, for people that want yeah. something that's got a little bit of sweetness to it. Uh, but isn't going to hit you in the mouth with a bunch of bitterness on the back end too. So It's right. that
3: malt flavor that yep. really goes a long way because you pick up all the caramel notes, the sweetness, the toffee, and and it's a low beer. I mean, it's only 5-2. Yeah. yeah. So you get tons and tons of flavor, and you think, well, 5%. I mean, it's like, what, Budweiser's like 4-8 or something. Right. It's not much more than that, but, my God, it tastes so much better than that. So
1: uh, Thanks to some... Uh some crystal malts. Hey, there it is. I had to. <laughs> oh, gee wait. Who's taking their pants off, though? <laughs> right. I already have my pants off. That's oh, <laughs> getting there. Pants? <laughs> yeah.
0: Seriously. <laughs> I mean, just think about it. you got yourself a nice glass of this. You're chilling on the porch. <laughs> that 311 song hits, and you're like,
1: "Whoa, amber Whoa. is the color of your energy." Yeah. By the way. <laughs> Just Justin's only two pictures of marshmallows. <laughs> <into this one. laughs>
0: I mean, I, I grew up in that era. Like 311 and oh, Sublime yeah. was like my yeah. jam. You know. Yeah. Well, Definitely yeah. Being in same. Southern
1: California, I always joked that in Beaumont, uh, Sublime is Beaumont's band. You go to a uh, house party, you put on Sublime. Everybody, yep. the moms, the grandmas, Just they're all singing it. and
0: sing along <laughs> yeah. with the Gi Joe Kung Fu grip, right? Yeah. Exactly. Even grandma. Yeah, yeah grandma. Yeah, grandma <laughs> for sure. Gotta speaking, watch of, out. speaking of grandma, you guys are going to meet her at the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, we're going to hear from
1: her later. Yeah, so
0: I like that. We have <laughs> her,
1: uh, as always, she's just hanging out in the car while we do <laughs> the Yeah, he's going to go. a window. With the windows cracked. He's, he's going to go you, wake you her, her up. You let her out of the trunk bit. this time, right? <laughs> you put her in the back seat now?
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Upgrade. Or you put down the back seat, like a Honda Civic, where you put the seat down out oh, yeah. <laughs> of the
0: trunk so you can crawl through.
3: Totally. Love it. Yeah, okay. Oh, good, good, good. All
1: right. We're not animals. We're not heartless, Jesus. animals. Yeah, I know, yeah.
0: All right. We'll go, we'll get back to some questions about the about the uh, the brewery here. What is uh, well? I think you kind of mentioned. So the number one bestseller is going to be mango Hef.
2: Yeah, by by a pretty wide margin too, because okay. it's uh, it's one that if people haven't had before, it's still going to be like number one on their flight. It's also number one on the list and in your hearts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's the, the first one people will read when they're deciding what to drink too. So it, uh, yeah, we definitely fly through that.
1: Um, it's a pre decision beer.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but to back to back that one up. Um, right now, it's actually been either uh, the Zolo, the Nine Five One Blonde, which is kind of newer for us too, yeah, or nice. uh, the Inline IPA. Those okay. are kind of our kind of tied for second right now, jockeying for position.
1: Like That's it. cool that uh, that some of the flagship beers are still. On top like that, you know, like you said, like yeah, the IPA was one of the first.
2: Well, it kind of shows how half. how they did it right, you know, out of the right. out of the gate uh, that Absolutely. it hasn't lost any steam as these guys right. have come out with the newer stuff that's still very good. Like the pineapple half. the mango's not going to go anywhere, yeah. you know, it's just great. Right.
1: I like it. Synonymous to your guys' brewery, for yeah, sure.
2: for
0: sure. So, so we mentioned uh, we mentioned Disneyland earlier, um, and we know that Avengers Campus has it. Is there anywhere else in Disneyland where you can find Garage Brewing that you know of offhand?
2: No, I, I believe that's that's kind of where it, it blew up, was, yeah. was over there. Um, no, I, I haven't heard. I mean, maybe they'll branch out at some point. Uh, okay. But as far as I know, that's, that's where to get it.
0: Definitely really cool. If you guys want to experience a, an amazing uh, time, go to the Avengers Campus in the California Adventure and uh, go to uh, Pim's Test Kitchen. We had a uh, pretzel that was like the size of a football field, which was really crazy. <laughs> huh. and, and for Disneyland prices... We all know, we joke, Disneyland's very expensive. Uh, but the the pretzel was only 12 bucks, which I thought, you know, for, I mean, you go to any brewery that has, like, a pretzel on their appetizer menu, it's yeah. $10, $12. Bucks, so right. uh, I thought that was great, and it was huge. Like, literally, because that's the whole theme is, like, it's either something really shrunk down or something really large. Um, and uh, definitely high, highly recommended. They also have a, like, $100 panini sandwich. Uh, But it feeds like 10 people. So don't get get too worried, but it's giant. It's like the world's largest panini. Uh, We didn't order that because we weren't really that hungry. Um, But the beer, so you, uh, the little bar outside has a giant uh, beer can. I can't remember what beer it is, but it's a giant beer can. uh, And it's a circular bar, so really, really cool spot. And you can get flights. And the flights, you actually, uh, if you look at uh, my Instagram, there's a flight I took a picture of, which had garage brewing yeah, in it. Yeah, thank you for Marsh- the tech. Marshmallow no <laughs> milk um, stuff. And uh, you get to keep the flight. So the little glasses, they're like little uh, almost like beakers uh, for like chemistry and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Um, and then it comes with like a ruler, like a measuring mm-hmm. ruler as the actual flight. And you get to keep it after you buy it. It's like 30 bucks, which uh, a little pricey for a flight, but for Disneyland standards. Yeah. Uh, I better because over in Star Wars Galaxy Edge, if you go into the cantina, they got a beer flight you can get that's like eighty bucks that you get to keep. Oh God, but that one's $80? porcelain. They're like Rancor teeth. If you're a Star Wars geek, you, you you're into it. Of course, I owned yep. it up for that the yeah, first time I of went. Dang, <laughs> dude, the wife's like, did you seriously just spend eighty dollars on a flight? I'm like, but I get to keep it. And she's like,
1: where's it going to go? Oh, yeah. right. It's all fun and games until your kid breaks one of the Rangor teeth. Oh, I'd be really no, sad. they don't touch it. They don't yeah, touch yeah, that. Don't stuff. touch no, the Rangor. You keep the kids. Then they've got to work it, it off. It goes yeah. in the fancy yeah. cabinet yeah, next to the Fabergé <laughs> eggs. China. <laughs> definitely
0: oh, shout and, out and to, weird plates. to you guys for being at Disneyland, because that's actually a really cool thing for those that are big Disney fans. And to see one of your local breweries actually uh, in the park is cool because usually, at, when you go to an amusement park, you see Budweiser, Coors Light, Miller, mm-hmm. you, you know. But people have wisened up, you know, baseball venues, football venues, they've wisened right. up starting to carry craft beer. To see that at, at Disney, that's that's pretty cool. So, congrats mm-hmm. on that. Um, all right, well, let's jump into this next one because you snuck this one in because it's your favorite, Chris. So yeah, We're going to have it. some mango <laughs> deuce let's see
2: here. Yeah, so this one sits at, like I said, eight point nine, right, right below the nine mark. The oh,
0: the aroma on is just like crazy mango juice.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's killer, and it the the mango flavor itself, at least I feel like it hits way more subtle than the smell, which yeah. is you know uh, that's what you want. True, true of a lot, right? It, yeah, it gets you hyped you up for the drink, and then uh, it, it's just a real clean finish, similar to how the pineapple half the mango I think is last. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just a nice way to round it out, um, and for people not that you're going to really convince somebody who doesn't like beer to jump right to a double IPA uh, but if you're trying to convince somebody who doesn't really mess with IPAs but drinks beer this would be a good one to introduce them to because it i think a lot of people think of double IPAs that the, the like the stone sort of mm. it's all hops Overly it kicks you right bitter, in the face hopped, you know yeah, like forward, you got to like. be a whiskey drinker to drink their beer kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff um, and I think, I think this is a, a much more approachable version, uh, a category of beer that somebody might shy away from typically. Right.
0: Absolutely. Well, I like it a lot. I think Double IPA is usually kind of my go-to anywhere. Um, and like you say, the aroma on it is like, wow, heavy on the mango. But then when you taste it, get all those nice hop notes. Um, it does not have a real bitter flavor because of the mango i think if there was more mango in here it would probably be a bad thing i think it's like that perfect balance where i can still get the hop flavor but not be burnt by it and get that hop stain on my tongue yeah so uh this is a really very well balanced double ipa and it's not hazy like a lot of things (laughs) yeah right that's the other thing Mm -hmm. really cool love the color nice west Coasty. what do you think brandon
1: i think it's fantastic um Nice balance with the uh, the mango and the the hops. Uh, I don't know exactly. Did you guys uh, go over the hops? I didn't catch that. No. I don't but know. Seth is right touch here, on those so. hops that are using here. <laughs>
3: uh, put me on the spot. I that's okay, it's okay. I, haven't, I haven't done the dew scoop here in a while. Oh, that's all
1: um, right. I was basically saying yeah, the balance is very well. I'm getting some pine.
3: Situated, flavor. yeah.
1: Chinook, citrus. The OGC uh, hops, yes. Yeah.
3: I can look it up but I, I oh, yeah, there's two probably, uh, there's two other ones I can't no, remember I got, I got right.
1: that nice pine characteristic you know mm-hmm. that nice bittering uh, you know uh, quality very bitter nice. in a good way though. yeah no, when I say bitter you know a lot of people I don't know why but a lot of people uh, uh, you know have bitter in their mind as being a bad thing. I, right. I, I stringent almost, like yeah.
3: harsh and, and, and right. just like punching you in the face. Right. And, and then, some beers do that, and yeah. it's, it's a wrong, it's a it's a weird balance you have to reach with sure. with the malt and the hop has to work together. And sure. if you don't do that, then you drink something, yeah. and it's just, yeah, okay, you, you did a, a 95 IBU beer, yeah. and you used two-row. So, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you're not doing anything there, but right. just burning somebody's palate out and it's not flavorful. It's not going to be nice. Right. Balance right. is important. Balance is a huge issue. Right in and some t-
1: places. Totally, and I, I feel like you guys uh, definitely uh, you know, we try hit the nail on the head for sure. Work. Yeah, that's important. Like you said earlier, and I really love this because I I stand by this as well, is making sure that you still know it's beer. So, yeah. yeah. Well, when you huge. when you yeah when you drink it, you're like oh mango like right on. Some beers you'll taste, and you're like wow, this is just tastes like mango like puree, you know. Mm-hmm. But but this is. Beer with mango incorporated, which yep. is nice, and you can still tell it's a double IPA. So absolutely. very well, uh, very well balanced, and uh, like I've been saying, good job. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Great beer, absolutely great beer, and uh, I can see why it's your favorite or your go-to here.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: That's good stuff. All right, now we're going to we're going to address the. Elephant in the room. Oh jeez.
1: <laughs> oh man, I knew this was coming. It's
0: coming.
2: All right. I, I, I prepared for this all night.
0: All right. So he's got his teleprompter ready, so he's ready yeah. to ask because there's a lot of people that Q are. Cards, please. There's a lot of people that are a little kind of you know I'm a upset. little <laughs> little right. <laughs> we'll we'll just go with that. But uh, Garage Brewing, which you know I'm very familiar with and been around for quite some time. Uh, used to carry uh, well you still carry food but you used to be very famous for your pizza yep and um we had a pandemic that happened and everything's kind of uh changed and it gave you guys an opportunity to uh kind of uh not necessarily rebrand but refocus uh your tap room to be more on the the beer side and focus right. you know as a brewery which is what you should because you guys make amazing beers Yep. um so we don't have pizza anymore
2: that is correct but you uh, yeah.
0: do have a menu, so tell sure. us about your your new and improved garage brewing menu.
2: Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, the pizza thing has been it's been a sore spot since we reopened for sure. Um, I, it's hard, you know, when you're you're in a community for as long as as this place has been, uh, and you get known for certain things. Right. And you know, it was in our name. It was garage pizza and brewing, um, and the issue we ran into had nothing to do with how good the pizza was, how viable it was, how profitable it was. None, none of those things that a lot of assumptions have been made why the pizza has left. Um, right. and you know, when I get a chance to explain it to somebody one-on-one, they, they kind of get it. They might still be a little, uh, disappointed. The pizza's gone, but you know, before this was a great place to bring the family, a soccer team, uh, uh the dynamic was, you know, low tables that all got pushed together, large groups, lots of minors. Yeah. Um, inherently there's noise that comes with that. That's fine. I have a couple littles of my own. I get it. Absolutely. Uh, But it was a cool place to grab a beer for a dad or mom, a cool place for the kids to get some pizza. And the two did work really well together. Well, the issue was we became kind of known as a pizza place that had beer (laughs) and not as a brewery that had pizza. Right. Uh, So during COVID, you know, and and again, the, the change we made had nothing to do with COVID. right we, we weren't uh it wasn't out of suffering or anything like that it was a very conscious intentional decision to turn uh our space here into more of a tap room tasting room brew, yeah. brew pub style um grown-up atmosphere yeah um for example, the tables we have here now, uh, the tabletops are welded onto the top of barrels.
1: This is badass, by the way. I had to just tell you how cool I thought that was when you explained this to us. Don't me. worry, yeah. there'll be yeah. photos.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. so the, say that. the tables that we have here, um, the aesthetic is super cool, I think, but in addition to that, you can sit at a table that is barrel-aging beer that you can drink later. It's insane. Uh, yeah. And I, I think for like a true... A craft beer, you know, somebody who appreciates craft beer, that is the ultimate full circle, like circle of life That's dope. to yeah. beer drinking.
1: Bring your own nail. No, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: Yeah. That's dry. Yeah. If you, no if, you, if you pull out Zeth's Vinny nail, he's, he's going to get you. Um,
3: <laughs> I put screws in so you couldn't. Uh, there you go. Okay. Okay. I know how Not you, perfect. Perfect. I know you motherfuckers do
2: it. You come in here, you just you I reach wouldn't. down and you go,
3: kink, mmm my glass
2: is full again. So I, mean, I wouldn't yeah. do
1: that. I really wouldn't. But yeah. I think it's kind of a cool idea if you're into yeah. that kind of thing. Right. Yeah.
2: No, so it's, uh, yeah, like, like I said, it's a very intentional change. Um, what COVID did was provide us uh, a, an unintentional and unplanned time frame to be without customers. Right. Uh, so, I mean what better time to remodel than when you can't be open anyway yeah totally um, so that that the time we took for that was was great that it coincided with the time that we weren't operating um, mm-hmm. in that sense we're we're very blessed you know to to own this building we're backed by a brewery that's doing very well the distribution yeah. actually grew during covid absolutely which is just absolutely amazing uh, so we a lot of people question whether we reopen or not if we're going to be here there was never a doubt about us actually financially making it through COVID here at the at the tap room it was more about waiting until we could reopen without restrictions uh, because in my opinion my humble opinion. Uh, a tasting room is what it is because of the gathering of people, right. the social aspect, the talking about beer, the relatability of the, the beer drinker and the yeah, camaraderie, yeah, right? Totally. Uh, and, and without that, you know, what, what do you really have? So to be restricted to 25% uh, or to go only wasn't really like what we do. Right. Uh, but, you know, speaking of the food, now what we have, uh, I think is a very good bar menu, Um right. We're, we have the best wings in town, in my, nice. in my opinion. So that's going to be kind of our thing to hang our hat on to replace being known for the pizza. I think yeah. the, the beer and wing combo here is going to be second to none. Who doesn't um, like
0: Buffalo wings? The beer wife right. already texted me and said, right. you better bring wings home.
2: I can make that happen. <laughs> totally. I, I, I know a guy who knows a guy. Uh, uh, well,
0: Brandon and I plan on ha- having some lunch here because <laughs> yeah, dude, totally uh, I'm do. excited to try some of the new things. But the wings, same recipe as before that you guys, when you just introduced them, change it up a little bit. So big,
2: bigger bigger, wings. Okay. Um, so we, we go jumbo premium. We apply the nice. same philosophy to this food that we're doing. Um, even though it's more of a bar style menu that we did at the pizza where it's all the, the right. highest quality ingredients you can get, yeah uh, but it's it's it is food designed to back the beer up now, okay So the beer is the, the focus like I said before, this is the showroom yeah. now for the beer. yeah uh, the food is here to to keep you fed uh, to keep the buzz <laughs> at an appropriate level. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, the food is meant to back up the beer which we're celebrating now instead of being the pizza joint with the beer right. Um, I've, I've seen some. Uh, you've been posting a lot on, on Instagram.
0: Some of the new uh, uh, new choices on the menu and everything yeah. looks amazing. So I'm, I'm excited to try it. Uh, I know there's a lot of people on there like, "Oh, you got rid of the pizza." And yes, the pizza was flipping amazing. Um, but I'm, I'm just one of those types of people that like, I really like Garage Brewing uh, at, at, for the beer, and so the pizza for me was kind of like, it was like the afterthought right but and some of these people are like oh man i can't believe you got rid of it but it's like okay the beer never changed and obviously here you know zest's doing a good job and everyone's you guys got some new beers coming out some new lines uh to keep that going and so there's still food here
2: yeah uh, absolutely
0: unlike a lot of breweries you don't get food i know some people have been doing like the old food trucks and stuff like that but yeah to be able to be here and enjoy beer that you already know is really good and then still have some great food to back that up that's that's awesome. So I highly encourage everybody to, to, to give, a, give it a shot. Try the new menu items. Um, I know because some of the new menu items that came, you know, when the last time I was here when there was still pizza, all the appetizers that we had were really, really good. So um, I'm stoked to, to try some of the new stuff. So congrats on that. And definitely come by Garage Brewing now that they're uh, reopened and give them a shot for sure.
2: I appreciate that. Wings, so beer. As, yeah, that's, yeah all, right. that's all you need. Come on.
0: So what's your favorite... Uh, Thing to eat here, Chris.
2: So I'm I'm addicted to the liquid gold burger. Liquid gold. Uh, so what that is? It's actually a chicken burger. Um, all all of our sandwiches are are chicken, either fried chicken breast or chicken burger patties. Yeah. Um, you know because it's it, you know. Uh, you can only do so much fried stuff. Try to lighten it up a little yeah. bit. <laughs> with <That's different. laughs> so it's, with the chicken, so
0: it's not fried. It's, a, it's an actual like uh, like ground chicken patty.
2: It is, but that is fried. Okay, I'm All not right. going to sit here and lie to your face. Uh, <laughs> How could
1: you not fry chicken? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I know yeah. like, grilled chicken is great. But yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, and then that's 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 the big secret. Our, our menu for for what it is, we, we have uh, a fryer is our cooking utensil. Right. Right. Um, so the, the fact that we pulled off the menu we have, I think, <laughs> is something to be proud of. Uh, but the liquid gold burger is the the chicken patty. It's got jalapenos, bacon, nacho cheese. Nice, Ooh. nacho cheese. Yes, uh, is the killer. So there's the liquid gold. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like and, it. and then you can get it with any side you want. We we do it with fries, but we've got sweet potato fries, tater tots, onion rings, yeah. zucchini fries. Whatever you want, we've we've kind of got it in that sense.
1: Kind of love fried zucchini, baby. Yeah, right? God, damn.
0: Brandon, you're a big fried food fan, so I think you're going to be Dude,
1: a, I'm a food a fan food. in general. It doesn't yeah. need to be fried. I like all <laughs> kinds of stuff, dude. I'm like,
0: actually surprised that you're not, like, pulling something out of your pocket right now. Right. Eating.
1: Yeah, the whole, the whole thing was that. When we are in Texas, I always had about a, uh, about a half pound of smoke. Meat in my pocket. Everywhere we went, well, it's Texas. You have yeah. to. You have to. Like yeah,
3: kind of, part of the laws. It? it was exactly. that, and you also you, we all, you get you pulled over without a, a yeah, right? Where's without meat? Where, where's pocket? your meat? Yeah.
1: your meat? You had that that <laughs> Lone Lone sir, Star, sir. I'm going to see. Your, I need to see your license registration, your meat, and your Lone Star talking. <laughs> and your cowboy head. That was a good time in Texas. It really was. I just watched that King of the Hill episode when he takes that guy around. He, he's like the uh, he's like a what do you call it? The propane. Uh, Like a mogul or whatever, and he's taking him around town. He's like, Where's your cowboy hat? He's like, Where's your six shooter? He's like, (laughs) He's asking, He's like, like, You're not a real Texan. (laughs) Hank's like, Boo! He's like, like, I just sell propane and propane accessories.
0: (laughs) Zeph, what do you like to eat here?
1: Uh, I like the wings. The wings yeah so that's yeah. probably gonna wings be my are solid i'm a big, big wing too. guy so Me too. i
0: like the wings yeah they're they're big fat juicy do you I mean, like uh so nice. like what's your like sauce are you like do you like the hot stuff I do you love like sweet hot sauce Hell i yeah. love hot spicy yeah. the better i like to sweat when you're eating that's one of my favorite if you're not sweating you ain't doing
1: it right. no but no. i uh, i don't know i'm, I'm kind of the, the, old, the, the older the older i get the older i get though the the less i like to be in pain we definitely so do I, regret it afterwards cuz i have an acids. Yeah. i did yeah I, mm. I did the hot one, so we have a regular that comes yeah. into the craft lounge and uh, he has the whole Have you ever seen that show on uh, youtube it's called hot ones yeah. where they bring like, yeah, yeah. celebrities on yeah. i love so, that show. so they bring celebrities on the show and they eat you know different uh, wings with uh, wings with yeah. different hot sauces, and it progressively gets hotter. So uh, our friend Daniel, he brings uh, the season eight lineup, and so anybody who wants to try it, we'll just get like a you know order of naked wings from uh, Wingstop, whatever, and we'll do. We did the challenge one time, and uh, we got to that. You ever heard of that shit called uh, what's it called? It's like insanity. No, Da bomb. It's bomb. called yeah, liquid insanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. bomb. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's why I feel the way I, I do now because that you're shit still,
0: you're still feeling
1: it tore old. me up. Yeah, seriously, that's why I've been to the bathroom three times. Since we <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just, I just have a weak bladder <laughs> and a narrow urethra. I'm just Narrow urethra. <laughs> that's, that's a nickname.
0: <laughs> All right, so wings. Well, we're stoked to to have some food here in a little bit. But uh, real quick, what do we have to look forward to the in the future from Garage Brewing?
2: So. That's an excellent segue into the last thing on your tray, actually. All right. oh, uh, so yeah. we... Surprise! Like I, I spoke about earlier in the tables, uh, we're, we're doing a lot of barrel aging products, and, and Zeth can really break down a lot of what's going on, but uh, we are, uh, with the new focus being tasting room uh, and being really focused on the brewery and what's coming out, yeah. we have on your tray, we have a Fortified Amber... Um, and the idea with these is to do release parties, uh, brew pub exclusive, um, bottled for take home, on tap here only. Uh, but these are going to be beers that were made and aged on site. Um, you can even see we have you know, the bubblers on top of some of the ones that were just barrels. I see that. Um, so it's, it's an ongoing ongoing process. They're all tagged. They can tell you what's in them. So we've got everything from our tow truck Belgian Chappelle in there. We've got, got a marshmallow them. milk stout. Uh, we've got this amber. We've got you know. We've got all Wait, sorts of stuff coming.
0: Did you hear that? Barrel aged marshmallow milk stout.
2: <laughs> yeah, Zeth is a madman.
0: Oh boy, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> how, many, <laughs> how many more months do we have for that one? Um,
3: maybe another month or two. Okay. Maybe. All
0: right. We'll see how it
2: goes. We'll have yeah. to keep an eye out for that for sure.
3: That one's going to be called On Vanilla Clouds. Ooh. That's tight.
2: Yeah. Well, and all of those release dates too. Uh, you can follow us uh, at Garage Brew Co. Uh, I'll be posting once we actually come up with official dates for those. Uh, so you can make sure you get down here and get your hands on it because uh, it's going to be pretty small batch, limited release kind of stuff.
0: There you go. You heard it, you heard it here first. So stay atten- uh, pay attention to Garage Bruco on Instagram and uh, stay tuned for those release dates because you're going to want to not miss out on that. I know I don't, I'm not going to miss out on that because I love mm-hmm. the uh, marshmallow milk stuff, but then now you're telling me there's a barrel-aged version of it Definitely going to have to get my hands on that and try that out for sure. Brandon's stoked yes. for that. Look at that. You know what? <laughs> I just thought of something.
1: Let's see, a <laughs> month or so.
0: What do we do, Brandon? Uh, They're November-ish as far as an episode. Novemberish. Yeah. What, 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 kind, what kind of episode do we do? What did we do last year that was absolutely bonkers and insane?
1: Well, we did a, uh, we did a stout episode.
0: Stout season is is almost upon, amongst <laughs> us, so when that's ready, we might have to have a bottle of that for the stout season episode. Get that because, lined up oh, with, yeah.
1: with with the uh, the other 15 bottles yeah. that we're probably going to have If you guys, there. <laughs> for
0: the listeners know, we did our stout season episode last year. That was nuts. 14 or 15 different stouts, nothing less than 12%. Yeah. Well, it, was, yeah. Uh, it was bonkers. So it was one of our longest episodes ever. I look forward to it. It was three and, weeks. Yeah.
4: Three, three weeks later. Two
0: weeks like,
1: later. Yeah.
0: It, it was insane, but uh, I still appreciate that one comment we got where the guy said you know, his <laughs> it was a two hour episode and the first hour he's like, I listened to you on my way to work and it was, you know, a great show like always. And then on the way home I listened to your second Hour and it was so bonkers, I almost crashed my car because I was laughing so hard. Some of the things that you guys were saying, I'm like, well, that'd, that'd be the 12 to 14 percent barrel-aged stouts that got us. That's right. So that was uh, that was good. So we'll look forward to some of those releases. That's awesome. So we have a very special beer. You said a fortified amber. That's it. Uh, Barrel. I'm excited so for this. Uh, Zef, tell us about what we're about to drink right here.
3: So the Fortified Amber is the imperial version of the amber ale that you drank earlier. Okay.
0: So it's uh,
3: it's much higher in ABV. After barrel aging, this one's about 11.7. Mm-hmm. Um, this uses uh, bourbon slash whiskey barrels from Green Bar Distillery local in L.A. Okay, but We got a handful of them from them. Um, this one aged, I want to say nine months uh-huh. in barrel. Uh, slight black. Back blending uh, in there, um, just to give it a little balance, okay. and uh, hopefully soon we'll be putting
0: this out in bottles. I think we're just waiting on labels, honestly. So. All right. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm stoked, uh, Brandon. Have you dived in? A l- Not gonna yet. In
1: I, I was going to wait. I'm, I'm being a yeah, I'm being a gentleman.
0: All right. Here we go. Cheers. One sip. Everybody knows the rules. That's the <laughs> pizza guy. Sorry. We did that on the last episode. Yeah. We, we had fun with that. that Let's cool. see. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: It brings me back to the good old days. Where everything, <laughs> wow. everything was barrel aged. <laughs> yeah. Mm.
0: The sweetness dude. on that. That is good. Wow. You wow, drank this yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, come
3: on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That right there. He's well, got the- <laughs> his own personal nail. The, the, I mean, there is
0: tap right there. So. If, you, if you can
2: he knows where I keep the beer. <laughs> if
0: you can find bad about uh, a beer, the only thing bad about this is the fact that. It's dangerous because if you drink too much of it, yeah, you're in trouble. It's He's really, like, it's really fucked. sneaky. Uh, yeah, 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 for,
2: it'll, it'll for it'll the probably, ABV on that one, yeah. it's it is a super sleeper. Super, sure.
0: super flavorful, and then the greatest yeah. part about it is no hot or not hot burn, but alcohol burn.
1: Right, mm-hmm. none. Yeah. But it'll that's, definitely, it'll definitely throw you D in the dirt if you know what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, that's that's that back blending. I mean, it was it was a little hot coming out of the barrel, and yeah, using just even like a 12 percent back blend on the original batch, oh and then just letting it rest, meld for about two, three days, carve it up and taste it. And I was like, man, this thing hit everything that I was looking for. Awesome. It
1: still has that nice little, you know, that little kick at the mm-hmm. end that really just lets you know that it was in a barrel and then mm-hmm. it has some heat, which yeah. I really appreciate. But when you're drinking it, cause I took a nice little slug out of it. Like, you know, <laughs> considering mm-hmm. how heavy this is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it didn't throw me off. It didn't, you know, it didn't, you know, <laughs> Make me feel like I was gonna not wheezing and coughing. You know, make a yeah. trip to Yak Mountain, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there have been barrel-aged beers that have done that too. Well, oh, yeah, everybody, yeah, oh, of course, yeah. oh but yeah, that's awesome. And I'm really excited to to see this whole barrel aging thing go on. And you have to check out uh, the tap room now with all these tables set up with all the, the beer being barrel aged. That is so dope. That I think I've been in a lot of tap rooms or breweries that have. You know the barrels up on the wall or whatever, but I think this is the first time where I've seen the actual tables that you're sitting at.
1: Right, me too. Uh,
0: where I've they're seen- barrel aging beers. That's fucking dope. Yeah. So kudos on that. Totally yeah, I, mm-hmm. I appreciate For the it, yeah. beer geeks uh, out yeah. there that listen to our show, definitely have
2: to come check that out. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of those things that I, I love it because it's it's subtle enough where if you don't care, you'll never know, and that's right. fine. You know, you sit down, you have a good time. You don't you don't need to know that. But for the people that are interested, that's a really cool <laughs> tie-in to be able to think, oh, what's coming next. You check the tag on your table to see what Zeth is aging at the moment. Like that I just think that's that's such a cool tie-in to be able to do. Um it's just it just kinda it really hits you right in the face. If you've been here before when it was pizza and you come in now, there is no subtlety to what's different. Uh, You walk in and it just it hits you right up front. You realize that we're we're on a different path. You you guys can see some of the food coming out now. Look at that. uh, boneless just, wings yeah. I'm looking at. those yeah. look great
1: but, but beer heavy and serious that's yeah. it we, we yeah. want the that's beer awesome. to be the
2: focus I mean we're up to some really cool stuff here and I'm, I'm blessed as an operator to have the backing of a brewery that they, they, they know what they're good at but they're also not afraid to do new stuff Right. Uh, and that's exciting for me because like I said you, you get to come in and say hey what's new and I'm going to be able to tell you and show it off and talk about it and share it with you and uh, that's just a really, a really cool spot to be so I'm, I'm lucky we got to you know Uh, build a a tasting room that sort of it looks like that's what we're up to Uh, and and we're not full of it you know i
1: (laughs) dig that and uh yeah that's important to uh beer enthusiasts beer enthusiasts and people who uh who take beer serious Yeah. yeah
0: That's really cool,
3: and
1: like, your everyday consumers, yeah. which is important.
0: Right. I, got,
3: I got jealousy
0: roller
1: all her I to have you got some, some
3: barrel-aged, uh, <laughs> dude. It's so good. Started getting all upset. Now is like, that Man. the?
0: Is, so you know, this is a secret. This is not available yet. So you're hearing it for the first time here on the Beard Adam, Brew podcast. Uh, thanks for letting us uh totally. have a little uh, yeah. uh, back to the future. Yeah, it's like a private, private screening. Uh, is, <laughs> yeah. <Right>. So, is <laughs> that the name, Fortified Amber Barrel Age? Or are you guys going to come up with a different name? Uh, fortified Amber is the fortified name. Fortified Amber. Uh, imperial Amber
3: turned to Fortified. Fortified is an English term meaning extra strong. Or, uh, so, like more, my wife. But, hey, <laughs> mine too. <Yeah.
0: laughs> is your wife's name Amber too? No. Oh, okay. Layla. Layla. Yeah. Oh, hey, like the song. Exactly. Yeah, nice. So yeah. I've got a song for my wife, and you got a song for yours yeah. as well. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually one of my favorite yeah. Eric Clapton songs. Oh, great. Great, great, great song. song. Um, this is a really, really good beer. You did a great job on this. Thank and, you. And I'm looking forward much. to future uh, barrel-aged releases from you guys.
3: Yeah. we've So just to kind of go down the line a little bit, we've got a couple other ones. Um we have a version of the tow truck, which is our Belgian chapelle which is actually pretty popular as well. It's it's a lot higher in ABV just to begin with, but yeah, um, uh, that's uh, it's an easy, cheaper cost beer that honestly just gets you fucked up. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's it, think, think Budweiser Double, and, and right, that's right, right. kind of what it is. But we yeah. went ahead and barrel aged that because we're crazy, and uh, that one I think ended up around twelve. Um, and then of course you mentioned the the marshmallow milk stout we just threw that right in a couple barrels um uh, these are all coming out i'm hoping within the next month and a half two months we've done let's see we did the hefeweizen base uh we've done an imperial porter a pastry stout um we did some we have some gin barrels going gin takes a bit longer uh to extract all that character yeah. out of the barrel so those guys are going to sit for a while longer i don't have the time frame on those but uh we heavy is also the next one nice uh, yeah. that's one of my brandon favorite and josh styles. made yeah. a really amazing yeah. we heavy
0: yeah
1: yeah, yeah good
0: notch yeah. action
1: yeah yeah we did uh yeah we did a we heavy uh that was hop with a hop of vajra it's like it's very kind of like uh, obscure hop and then yeah. we, we also used uh, dry hop that was strata as well it was really, oh, cool. really cool yeah, yeah. It turned out nice. really cool
0: are any of these barrels um, maybe you can tell me or not tell me but are any of these barrels going to be a barrel aged peanut butter no. Oh. <laughs> S- sorry. Just straight up. I no, mean, nah, dude. <laughs> once we, once you get an available barrel, please make that because uh, okay, I'm okay. down for that. All
3: right, um, all right. I'll keep it in mind. Right. We are doing the uh, golden stout in if the barrel you, as well. So if if you want golden.
0: something really crazy here, you can. You, this is free. Uh, I'm not going to charge you for this. But I think that's <laughs> what you're going to say. That's probably what I was going to say. Too. A peanut butter and jelly barrel aged. Stout. Oh no no.
1: I that that's hey I, I love peanut butter. Let jelly. me tell you this something. One of my one of my
0: favorite uh, bottle objects, uh, Oh yeah. Beers. Oh, the comb the desert. Yeah. So I have a bottle if you, that My right If you can pull that off somehow. How about some how,
1: how about um how about the peanut butter cup and the marshmallow together. Oh. You know, that's how In I make barrel. my
0: s'mores. I don't do Hershey's. I do peanut butter cups. Oh, that might
1: be I a do good too. Idea. I, yeah. All right. I do. All, right. all are peanut welcome. Butter, all candy bars are welcome. <laughs> peanut butter, marshmallow, barrel
0: <laughs> age stuff. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We're starting to get crazy here right now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you got my brain turning now. <laughs> no. I'm starting to like, mm. well, <laughs> well, I do. I, we are, so what we do with the barrels is we, we second use them. So a lot of places just use them once. Sure. They dump them, get rid of them. We actually use them again. Sure. Um, there's been studies done, Stone's done this, a couple of the bigger guys have done this, where they've second-used them. Uh, and the only difference is really that we've seen, and this might translate to us or not, but you just let them sit longer. So they, they take longer to extract. The, the beer yeah. has to get into the staves a bit more to, to pull all of the flavor profiles that you want for a Absolutely. barrel-aged beer. Um, so we're second-using it, and uh, I do have an Imperial Breakfast Stout. Oh. Think, nice. think KBS. Right, right. So we're going that route with okay. that one, and then, and then, of course, I mean, you got to... Aged barley wine. Yes, I mean, unless you're not a brewer, unless you've aged a barley wine. I love. Beer. I mean, that's like the gold star. That's on one your, of my favorites. On your name. Like, that, that is two, that is
0: something that it. is you have to at least experience once in your life. You never had barley wine or barrel aged barley wine. God. That's
1: so I'm going to throw out one real quick. But but before I do that, <laughs> uh, I have to say. So the, the only barrel aged beer I've ever done was a uh, barrel aged Irish uh. red with jimmy from the craft lounge and we we aged it on uh tahitian vanilla which is really cool uh but i'm gonna say in in the barley wine realm i don't know if you guys have a favorite but my favorite personally and it just is so good is uh anchorage brewing deal with the devil is probably my favorite okay. barrel aged mm. barley wine that i've ever had and i i don't know i don't know about you i
0: Zeth, how about you? Bar- barley wine. I'll tell you what mine is. Mine's very obscure, and there's going to be a very handful of people that are going <laughs> to be like, I've had that before. Um, what do you think, Zeth, as far as bar- uh, barley wine? I'm trying to look up the brewery
3: now. Okay. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. It's in San Diego. It's a very small place. Uh, it's by Petco Park. Okay. Oh, you can literally Not look the out the the banister of sitting outside, and you can see
1: the Mission park. Mission Brewery. Uh, I'm looking at it. Up. Or, or <laughs> is it
0: the one that's in that Victorian house down the street? Yes. Oh,
1: yes. oh, I know. Half door. Half door. Half door. There you there go. go. Okay. That
3: guy brews it everything there. Yeah. It's an English food. And it the yes. English food, my wife's British, so it's like authentic as hell. Yeah. His, his beer is really good. And that yeah. barley wine is so always good. on tap. And it's so fucking good. Oh, my God. I thought you it's were so going to actually, ass. if
0: you were going to say the, the, the barley wine that I'm thinking of. I was going to be like, no way, because I thought I was going to be, like, super obscure, because when you said San Diego, I'm like, oh, no. man. <laughs> and they <were> <laughs> a small brewery. So, uh, the Poor House. Anybody heard of the Poor House brewing? Yeah. Poor I House. Have not so, heard. they're in, uh, they're over there by Belching Beaver and mm-hmm. Rip Current. and... So I really like that. Very no, uh, yeah. not not Vista. Oh, down, San Mar- uh oh. North Park or South Park or whatever. North is. North Park, I think. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. yeah
2: Rip Current, I think, is in San Marcos too, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, why, that's this, why
0: This is the one that's down in like uh, down close to downtown, but on San the outskirts. Marcos, yeah. So uh, the Poorhouse is a very small tap room, uh, just the tasting room, and their theme is like they're poor. So like there's like like garbage taped to the wall and like all this stuff. <laughs> But they had a barley wine called the Panty Dropper, eighteen point five percent. Oh my god! Okay. Now it sounds like that's going to be terrible, right? Yeah. The name, first of all, the Panty Dropper caught my eyes as because I looked. At that sounds there, like a. Why is that called the Panty Dropper? Sounds and like they a karaoke will, thing. They will only sell you a splash of it. Yeah. So it's like six bucks or whatever the whatever it is. But I just remember, like, I'm thinking, like, They really okay, are poor. Yeah. 18.5%, I'm like, this is going to suck. But I ordered it just because of the ABV. Of course. And I was just amazed at the complexity and the, the, the aroma, the flavor profile, everything that they got. I mean, the, the brewer, shout out to the brewer down there, like, wow, amazing. So uh, definitely check that out for sure if you can. Oh, yeah. Candy poor
3: Panny dropper pour house. And there you, you go. That'll
0: do So, and back to your barrel-aged uh, Fortified Amber. Amazing job. When are you going to release this, Chris?
2: Uh, we're we're still just finalizing uh, labeling to get the bottles ready. Because uh, okay. the idea is for it to be kind of like a bottle grab here yeah. at, at the tap room. Okay. Um, it'll be exclusive to here, so it won't be in circulation. It won't even be at... Our very biased uh, gas station <laughs> offering. Uh, it'll, you'll have to you have to come down here and uh, snag it from us um, and hang out and at least at least see another human being and interact a little right. bit. Uh, but yeah, the idea will be to, to hype it up and have that night be about celebrating the barrel release stuff. So it'll be hopefully a room full of like minded people that yeah. enjoy that kind of stuff and we can brag about it and break it down. And uh, maybe I can sweet talk Zeth into being here to talk about what he did oh, too. You, you know, if, if people are interested in sort of increasing their knowledge or at least understanding how the process works i, I think those events are super cool
0: you're definitely going to get uh some beer geeks in here anytime you put a ba mm-hmm. i've had a couple of people go, what does it mean when i see the ba in front of beer?" i don't want to be mean or anything barely, <laughs> yeah. barely alcohol. yeah just try it just what it. a rookie you, you won't like it just give it to me you won't like it but yeah. uh but for the beer geeks to to know that you guys are barrel aging now that's going to be huge uh, because there there are people that, that that's their wheelhouse. That's all they drink yeah, is man. barrel-aged beers. For sure. And for me, it's one of those things, like, I like it. My, my way of drinking a barrel-aged beer, that's, like, my special treat. You know, I drink all my normal yep. beers that are in my yeah. wheelhouse, my everyday drinking beers. And then if I have, like, a friend that I haven't seen in a long time or – Got relatives or, or, or uh, you know, good buddy over, and we're celebrating something. That's when the barrel age stuff comes out. That's Because it's easy to yeah. sell or, and keep for a while. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah,
2: with the higher ABVs, I mean, those can be gifts, even. You can hold on to those oh, yeah. for upcoming birthdays, and like you said, you yeah, know, celebration yeah. kind of stuff. But. What they're doing now, like I said, the, the Brewer's Death specifically, too, uh, they're really helping to define our new direction. The reason that we changed everything here is, is to show off all this stuff. So we've created an right. atmosphere where that makes sense instead of competing with, uh, you know, trophy season uh, for the local soccer team with a barrel age party. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be about the beer now. So
0: Awesome. I'd love to see a little soccer team in here getting schnockered on some barely age <laughs> beer. No, I
1: know you can't do no, that. No, no, we don't.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bring my daughter's volleyball team in here and get them set up. Hilarious. But, yeah, no, great job. Um, so a lot of cool things happening here at Garage. Uh, Chris, before we end the, sh- end the show here, um, go ahead and uh, tell our listeners. Uh, you, know, you can tell them anything. This is your sales pitch for Garage Brewing uh, to bring them in.
2: Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the opportunity. I mean, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been interesting seeing the reaction to the new changes. Um, obviously, there, there's a lot that is different, but at the core of it is the beer. Uh, and, and these guys have been brewing really clean, well-balanced, uh, great beer in every category for a long time. And uh, there's no reason to not come check it out. I mean, if you've ever been a fan of the beer or want to become a fan, uh, we've got a great place to do it. I've got a staff that is as passionate as Zeth and I are about it um and we we love to help you learn about beer or just come down and have a flight and discover kind of on your own in, in solitude and drink away and find right. your own um uh, but yeah now we have the food to back it up instead of the food overshadowing it we are we are full board with the beer and uh, new stuff coming out and and really taking some things in new directions so um uh, there's there's really no reason not to come down and check us out awesome
0: absolutely so um You guys are right off uh, the 79 Temecula Parkway, uh, 15 freeway. So if you're going south, get off, you loop around, and you're going to be just go straight through the stoplight, make a left into the driveway. If you accidentally make a left of the stoplight, come right through the Shell gas station. If you're looking for to-go, tons of cans available like we mentioned yeah. at the shell gas yeah. station for sure yeah not to be biased or anything yeah no uh, but if you need gas and you're on your way um I, I always tell people all the time some of my buddies that like to go out to the desert if they're going out to ocotillo or wherever um you know out there in uh, uh the desert and the mountains and stuff like that stop by the shell gas station you'll be surprised you can find some pretty good beers and mostly all garage brewing but yep. everybody loves loves right, garage yeah. so check it out uh, if you're going north, you're going to get off the freeway and you're going to hang a left, go under the freeway. Uh, you can't miss it. Look for the giant American flag because that's what I always tell everybody. Yeah, right. You yeah. see that American flag? There's a jack in a box of shell and then garage brewing, which actually we didn't even mention this. This used to be, uh, was it Jiffy Lube? What, what was the... It was a. It was yeah, a, like a, sure the brand, but I can't yeah. remember if it was a tire shop or an oil yeah. shop. But think, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty he's,
2: on the nose name. I think it, was not. Tire, it was a tire. It was an
0: actual garage that was a tire shop. Tire I shop. And, there you go. And
3: yeah, he had and initially
0: bought it and turned it into turned a brewery. it into a brewery. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Awesome. So come check it out. Zeth, you're doing an amazing job brewing Cheers, some of these totally beers. Very much. Totally, totally. Uh, yeah, thank appreciate you, it guys. And, uh, Chris, thanks for the hospitality. Yeah, of course. Uh, we're Brandon and I are going to hang out and have some food and try out some of the new food. I'm excited yeah. for that. So come down to Garage Brewing, get yourself some food and amazing beers. Uh, start with a flight, try a little bit of everything, find what you like, and uh, and get yourself into some uh, good beer. Great job guys. Also, right. awesome. we, Thank we, you guys pro- for we having promised us. earlier you were gonna meet grandma, so you're gonna meet grandma right now.
1: But
4: They also practice by
2: drinking the urine of a ram. The the what? They drink Rams piss. Because of the pH balance? No, because if you can drink Rams Piss, fuck you can drink almost anything. <laughs> she said fuck. <laughs>
3: Liquor, what gets you drunk or bigger What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it! Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. Beer. I can kiss and hug it, beer. But I'd rather chug it, but I tell belly to hear. I can not refuse really use a beer, beer,
1: beer.
2: I can't remember how much I have had. I drank a twelve
4: back with my dad.